Oh wait, wrong show. Yeah, that's, yeah. Okay. that's a lot of bad notes. <laughs> Welcome back to Homo Superior Special Extra Issue. We're talking about the second season, or actually, I'm sorry, Stranger Things two. I'm Kalen. I'm Georgette. Adam. Henrietta. There you go. We sit oh. up from the front porch all the you, time and have our my ties today. Uh, you both are very handsome women. Yes. Um, so we're talking about Stranger Things two. Um, it just aired on Netflix. You can watch. You can stream the whole season, which is nine episodes. I've never heard of Netflix before. Netflix <laughs> and chill, according to stream. Iceman. Yeah. It yeah. came out in uh, what? Yeah, Halloween weekend. Right? Halloween weekend. Yeah. October twenty seventh is when it weekend. dropped. Um, so super spoilers ahead. Yes, absolutely. When, uh, uh, how, when did you finish it? I finished it uh, last week, actually. So I did um, all how nine episodes days? in a week. I would say I finished it in about six, seven days. Uh, I, I did finished two. Like, like three. Really? Yeah. It took me a while, but I watched I watched. You finished it, yeah. you I, finished it, I finished it like two you hours before this chunks? podcast. You, Maybe. you did the same thing with Daredevil, where I just, you watched one episode a week for I like just, 75 weeks. Yeah, because yeah, how many episodes there were of Daredevil. Uh, so uh, cool. Let's let's talk about uh, how did it plot. work as a sequel. How do we like it as a plot? Yeah. Um, so I'll start. Uh, I thought as a sequel it worked really well. I think they scaled up the threat uh, really well. I remember we talked about the trailer mm-hmm. a few months ago, and I think um, the uh, the antagonists are like very very frightening. I think mm-hmm. the season is scarier than the first one. Uh, and it's definitely, I felt more tense watching it than I did the first season. I don't know, because I think that there's something, the the novelty of, like, the upside down and the way it unfolded in the first season is yeah. really hard to replicate. So when you're expanding the universe, it's I think it's a little bit harder to get the same level of suspense about it. You can't... You, Even you though lose, I like the additions. You, lo- you lose the shock of the new, but what I like about sequels, and I talked about this when we talked about the trailer a few months ago is with with sequels you've already set up the rules of the universe yeah. and you can just like tell the story you don't have to worry about exposition so much I don't think we needed another chaos in the lab thing where that's where all the actual murder happens I was just like well, okay I'm done with this lab well, where would you have put it then any fucking where else I th- but that's where the in that field that, I don't know well I think the reasoning for that is that it provides the ending of the show Thank that God it needs to, yeah. which is that like all these random people died in a fucking facility as opposed to if a whole city started dying because of an outbreak they couldn't really blame it on anything but well, and, and weird they, they, monsters I think they've like put a T on, oh, yeah. on the Hawkins lab that's the end right. of the season so which, which is fine to me it definitely Same. felt um, and again not being a supreme expert on on this series, it felt a little bit of like how people always compare Alien and Aliens. Yes, hundred um, percent. And Paul Reiser is in this one, right. so very meta there. And mm. so I really liked I liked both shows, but for very different reasons. Um, I do think that the overall plot pacing was it necessarily super. It was always engaging, but I also didn't know where the show was actually going to go the mm. whole time. So up until like the end, because many every character was going on their own journey, which was cool, right? But it felt like it seemed like they. I mean, literally, what L doesn't see everybody until fucking episode eight, like literally two episodes at the end of the series, right? It's just and an odd I think way that to was do one it. Of the, we'll talk about this about like stuff that we like and yeah, dislike, and like that was definitely one of the things that I think was a missing or like was a misstep of this season. Uh, but I like them kind of spinning off and doing their own yeah. things um, because you had you know uh, Nancy and Jonathan kind of like you know talking to the guy who's a conspiracy theorist. 
You've got, um, you know, Hopper and Joyce and Bob kind of doing their own thing. Uh, they're built. I like that Will was a big part of the season. Yeah. Um, that kid is Will. a very good actor. He's a like. Oh, he's he, an amazing actor. Like he does terrified and terrifying so well. Uh, like I definitely like his inclusion. I think was uh, an improvement over the first. They season. all felt like main characters this season, which was good. Whereas I think the last season it was very much just Mike and Elle, and I like love their relationship. But I also thought it was good that they. I, what I guess what it didn't feel like they were retreading old territory. Right. No, no the they sequel. were definitely pairing them up in weirder ways. Right. I mean, like Steve and Dustin. Being oh, paired up. yeah, that was great. I fucking love that. Um. You Steve were talking about where you didn't know where it's headed. That like weird pumpkin patch battle was not uh, going to be as important. I mean, as I planned it to. Not. What, do you, what do you mean? The pumpkin patch battle in the first episode, like my that farmer killed my pumpkins. Yeah. And then the next episode, that farmer killed my pumpkins. Well, I get it's kind of folksy. And I was, it was no, very, no, no, I didn't. No, I'm not it's saying just that. A I weird, liked it. Yeah. I liked it. I was just like, oh, that's. I, a, I think it was more consequential. Wait, they want more about the pumpkins. I want yeah. the pumpkin well, like, battle. It, just, farmer it felt like very weird and interesting tendrils because then there's the whole storyline with dart and like dart really ended up becoming one of the demo dogs as opposed to like a really key like it was i didn't know what was going to cause like this major situation which was right. good like it made it interesting but it also like it didn't feel like there was a driving momentum to any person's mm-hmm. storyline like then it was uh what is it nancy and jonathan they were like figuring out like barb stuff right. and like it was a lot of like weird, like all these tendrils that had split off in this main storyline and then all came back, but it just, it didn't necessarily, I wasn't like super excited to see what happened next up until, I think that's why people had such a negative reaction to episode seven, because it literally just follows the episode where finally shit is hitting the fan mm-hmm. and everyone's like, good, now we locked into this main story arc that everyone's And then they kill the momentum by going to episode Correct. 7. Correct. Like, I mean, like you had such a cliffhanger at the end of episode 6 with the demodogs coming out of the pit in the lab, and it's like, oh, fuck, what's going to happen next? And then, oh, now we're in Chicago, and I don't watch, is like... Well, and I don't watch every Netflix show, but I almost feel like there's got to be something weird in people's, like... There's almost got to be like a, con- I feel like there's a contractual obligation from a design perspective because like I think of BoJack Horseman and many other shows that I watch on Netflix where there are character episodes as opposed yes. to, there's always some point where they're like, the plot's moving up, ah, okay, now let's just go back and get you back to that same point from someone else's perspective. I think it's a, a well, BoJack is, a, you know, a completely different kind of show. There is a driving narrative, but like you can have like focused on like, you know, like sort of different characters to your point and make it feel more episodic yet still part of the whole something like stranger things it's like they they the, the duffer brothers even said it's not a show it's a movie right it's, you know it's like so seven, you never have that part nine, of the movie it's an eight or nine hour movie it's like well you wouldn't have like that much of an interlude in that's a movie a good point. it's really bad pacing well i mean i think it's a consequence of the fact that in the first season it was like three kinds of movies. Like there's a kind of like Nancy was having like a romance, a romance kind of thing. The kids were having their Goonies style adventure. Yeah. And then uh, uh, what's his name? Winona Ryder and Hopper were doing their uh, investigative like intense kind of movie thing. And this one has the addition of Eleven going on her separate yeah. individual journey. Yeah. And the fact that all the other three storylines kind of were moving together in the same direction means that you have to have this simultaneous reset to see it, what she's been doing to lead up to her getting back to the main story. I just wish... So yeah, I mean, I don't I don't love the stop of momentum, but I don't really mind it because I think it's an important development for her to come back around. Yeah. Because I think it's a natural consequence of her being interested in who her mother is yeah. and that stuff. No, I just wish that they would have... 
I know why they needed to wait up to that point because they needed to be getting attacked in the facility so he could contact her. And like, it all made sense, but I almost, I wish there was like another reason for her to get, to realize sooner or even like, I, what I wish they would have done was like actually flipped it where you actually got to see ahead of time him giving that conversation to her, like an episode, let's say like, it would take place before episode six. So it's almost like a lead into like, well, what the fuck is happening at the Hawkins facility that he would be talking to her about that? Yeah, maybe that would have been change. like, a, I think flipping those two episodes would have made a big impact because then you, you knew what she would be doing, but you wouldn't know why she was going like, you would be confused as to what might be happening in the Do real world. Do you would destroy the reveal that uh, Will's the spy? Because that no, episode six I or that episode five? That was episode six. That to me also that seemed like also really fucking obvious. Like I don't I thought that wasn't like a big like oh no, they're using it to get to you sort of it just didn't seem as like surprising to me as it did to like the characters in the show. I don't know. I thought it was kind of surprising. Well, before we get lost in a different thing, I had the issue of them all these characters are going on their own little journeys, but they had just had like a year ago they had a huge experience where because they weren't on the same fucking journey, like, yeah. journey that time, like it made sense because they didn't know anything. This time, I'm like, just talk to fucking Joyce. Right. Just talk to this person. Talk to anybody. Because you know a year ago, you guys fought a monster. It's, I know. It they're, they the definitely, shit out of me. They definitely were like, we got this. And they weren't talking to the other components. It, yeah. is, it is kind of frustrating. It was dumb as all hell. So go back to Chapter 7 for a second, Lost Sister. Beyond like the, the pacing issues... Um, I think conceptually it was kind of cool. It's almost like you know doing the X Men within yeah. the Stranger Things universe. I literally commented that as I was watching the episode. The problem is the execution fell fucking flat. Mm. Like I thought, Kali, uh, she was really interesting in the opening scene of the first of the second season, um, or Stranger Things two. Oh, I hated yeah. it. Um, but she was so fucking boring in this episode, and all of her little like minions, they were <laughs> all terrible. They were fucking terrible. I mean, it really matched though with like a shitty '80s movie. There was a hundred like, that's, that's the thing about Stranger Things. It's like it's synthesizing stuff from like the '80s, but yeah. making it much more compelling. Like Steve. I, like, yeah, like Steve. Like they're like completely. Steve, love that guy. Love Steve and his goddamn hair and his like hair care, like the you know, fair like, faucet spray. Uh, five yeah. issues of stereotype, and then suddenly he was a real character kind of <laughs> season one. And it's like so when I watch the show, like even like when there's like weaker parts of it, I'm. Really yeah. like drawn into the world. When I was watching episode seven, I felt like I was just watching a shitty TV show, and I was like checking my phone for other stuff. I was just like, I don't care. I want this episode to end. The only thing I really liked about it was the song they play at the end, "Whisper to a Scream," which is a really good eighty song. It's actually song. pretty obscure. Yeah, it the, was in um, Scream. Yes, it was. The Duplass brothers had said. That episode. Duffer Brothers. The Duplass Brothers. The Duplass Brothers. I got them mixed up. Whatever. You're fine. They said that basically this was almost like a mini pilot. That they were testing out the idea of like having a show have about own them. series. I know, thanks. Yeah. yeah. I think that. I Which is a very 80s concept. Eleven actually. can't exist on her own. No. And I don't think that. Kali could exist on her own. I love the idea that there are like more out there that they right. could possibly find over the next few seasons. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that it was important to have the, you know, if they're going to bring back uh, Papa to have that conversation yeah. with you Kali. Think, you think that was alive? a good scene. Of course, I mean, they, they literally said he was alive. I thought it was just an illusion, though. Now, 
Well, he that now was, the brothers two different brother. things. Yeah. The Dupless brothers said they're all, he's a lot. Uh, you're thinking of the Duodenum brothers. The Duodenum. Yeah. You're thinking about the Wachowskis. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. They're sisters. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, that's why I call them the Wachowskis. I didn't call them the brothers. Okay. No, we were talking the guy, about the brothers. Was like, <laughs> the guy who was his right hand man or whatever who was electrocuting Eleven's mom. Right. He had said, you know, the guy's still, still alive. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. But yeah, I was I'm so bored that, that I, I lost track. Yeah, of it. the plot L's plot line is not a plot line I'm interested in pursuing. Mm-hmm. Although I did love yeah. her and Hopper that together. Yeah, like, I think oh, their interaction, sure. like the surrogate father stuff, yeah. stuff. I think it was really good. The fact that he got so frustrated and angry with her, yeah. it tracked completely. Well, but that's what it is: is that it runs really well mm-hmm. off of this idea. Like all of the characters on the show are really great. Like we were talking about, uh, except Max and Billy. But we'll get to that in a second. Uh, yeah, Max is gross. Uh, no, I like Max. I like Max Lucas. Lucas. I'm thinking. Of the, I keep thinking of the brother. What's the shitty brother's name? The one that they introduced this season. Eleanor. Billy. Yeah, I fucking hate Billy. I like Max. I love Lucas. I like Max and Lucas together. Max and Lucas. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. Well, you were gonna. You were actually gonna say something. Yeah. Well, I mean, we should just switch over to characters now. Yeah. That's, okay. Um, characters go. Who's first? I love Lucas and Max. I, do, I, I. I adore Lucas. I thought they played Dustin's character very poorly this season. I was really annoyed by it mm-hmm. because there was no reason I would have for loved, him to adopt. Yeah, Dutch. I would have really loved for the him and and I felt like Mike got really nowhere in the yeah. season. Mike was shafted, and I would have loved for him and Dustin to at least have this conflict as best friends, where it's like you had your storyline, you got your thing. Like now, there's a girl that's in my life. There's this cool thing happening to me with this dog. Like I deserve this. That's like how you know, like you don't get to run the show. They never really played with that enough, which I thought was like really it undercut the why he would do the things that he did. And then it also just made um, Mike a seemingly disinteresting person until L came back. It's, it's, yeah, it's exactly what it is. If L wasn't there, he had no story, which is well, I mean, he had a huge story with L in the first one. And also, Will wasn't in the first season, really. I yeah. mean, like, the whole thing, the whole driving narrative was Will being in the upside down. And when you have Will back, and as I said before, that actor is so fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, he does, like, horrified and horrifying. Like, the scene where he goes, you know... He likes a cold. Like, yeah. I like got shivers just like watching that scene. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we have to choose between which floppy-haired kid. We <laughs> exactly, do. exactly. Like, like, sorry, Mike. There's not enough room yeah. for you here. Uh, but yeah, Lucas is great. I love the scene when they're dressed up for Halloween. They're the only ones who dressed yeah. up as the, the Ghostbusters, and they're arguing about which Ghostbusters they are. They're like, "Why oh, are you? No. How, why are we both Venkman? That's great. It's like you should be so and so. Like the um, what's his face's character. He's oh, like, no. "Well, why do you? I can think of as Ernie Hudson. Ernie Hudson. Yeah, <laughs> oh, Ernie Hudson. Yeah, I can't. I can't and he's like, "Well, why? like he came. Like they even talk about like in Ghostbusters. Like he came in late. Like he wasn't yeah. part of the original three. He wasn't. And exactly right. And he's like, "Well." Do you think I should be him because I'm black and yeah. like they're playing up like racial like That's you know great. politics very early. Same thing the writing in the, the new Ghostbusters, the yeah. black woman wasn't there for like the first thirty minutes. I know the write up racism. For, the write up for the the writing for the kids is really like the writing is still very strong. I think their interactions is very snappy and very interesting. I did love Justin and his mother because yes. like I was like that like his mother <laughs> making sense. I love the detail. What a negligent mom. Oh, oh God. I love. I, but I love like the detail of like you know like most of the parents will have like the Reagan Bush '84 yeah. science, Bush. but she has a Mondale Ferraro one. I, I think that that just like cracked me up because it's right around the election in '84. Um, I love that like she's like this like very kind of she's kind of negligent, but so are uh, Mike's parents. They're oh, fucking they're the terrible. <laughs> and Dustin even says like when he goes to look for them or look for either Nancy or Mike, it's like. 
Do you even know where your kids are? Son of a bitch! <laughs> that was a great scene. I love how they actually have most of the parents in there involved. I loved Mike's mother and her, like, sexy dad. Oh, God, that scene and is she so comes great. Out oh, and like, she's, like, all into Billy. Oh, oh, Billy. That whole yeah. scene with her and Billy was, is such a fucking, like, great nonsense. Like, it's like, that scene is just so funny to watch. They're it's both so totally, good. It's very... Uh, so Billy's inspiration was Rob Lowe. Uh, from St. Elmo's Fire. Like, if you look at uh, Rob Lowe, like, he's got similar hair, similar features, similar shitty mustache. Similar racism. Similar racism. You see his penis in in one of those movies. Yes, you do. (laughs) But, like, you know, he kind of, like, playing up the whole, like, uh, younger guy with the sexy, milfy, older woman. Hot for teacher. teacher, Very much a, like, an 80s trope. They kind of, they leaned into that a little bit. I like that. It's the only time I liked Billy that whole fucking I season. I enjoyed that it was, was terrible. such a weird, like, especially because there was so much going on in the, at, in the show at that point. It was so funny to just randomly have that episode, like, or that issue, that, that like, scene. scene yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, we've already talked about how, well, you haven't talked about how stupid he is. Um, Billy? Yeah, did you know Completely that they useless. comment on it? When he did his audition tape, he did the entire dance in, like, the tiny silver G-string. For some reason, I don't know what? why. When I first read it, I didn't read that he Wait, what did. What dance? No, no, no. Um, yeah. I'll tell you. Uh, the first reason I thought he. No, tell all of us. I, I thought. No one know what you're talking we're, we're about. We're in like this weird world right now of you know Me Too and everything. I oh. thought the producers made him do, do that. that, but no, his choice or it might have been you know like that was casting his agent or something. But no, he made that video in order to get cast, and he was dancing in this tiny little speedo. I'm not sure what song to, and that was the reason reason he got the job. That's funny. That's so funny. So I, you know, like, I ended up liking Max a little bit. I like the interaction mm-hmm. she had. I like Max. Max. She With got Lucas. fucked over. I, th- I actually hate that she got so underplayed this entire series. She got series. underplayed, and, like, she sort of fit, uh, you know, she's like the outsider role that Eleven had right. in the first season, and they were definitely having her as being like the point of not a point of view character but the character that they explain stuff to yeah. to like catch you up she was fine but the whole Billy stuff like I thought it was going somewhere else and it ended up being he's just an asshole you just yeah. wanted him to be gay so he'd make out with Steve no I don't yeah closeted homosexual I, I mean the, the basketball scenes were kind of hot like when shirtless <laughs> did you ever see there's... it went nowhere I don't think like he was all consequential. He, all he really oh. did storyline was punch Steve in the face. Yeah, he was just like because like Steve was no longer the bully character, so they they felt they needed a bully he, he, character. He was but just he, yeah. Oh, sorry, I'm, I'm not saying like he was super consequential to the plot, and I think they're they're building him up for next season. But there, I think there is an interesting part of like that. There's this kind of latent racism. And I thought how that kind of still is pervasive in the 80s. That's a good observation. I didn't really put that together. Even though it's like a very like upper middle class neighborhood. And yeah. They show like Lucas's family being very like upper middle class as well. well. And I guess, but it just, it, 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 it stuck out like a sore thumb. Like, I, I don't know. Like his, his, it, it was a wasted effort because it would have been nicer. Like, they wrote, they pit, then they also pigeonholed why he was the way he yeah. was. Because oh. of his dad, like... The whole that thing scene was weird. The whole thing just felt. I think they just. It was too bloated. It was just. There's too many plot lines. I, don't know. Like, I thought it, to me it seemed like it fit in because before you had the conversation with Max and Lucas at the uh, on top of the uh, bus where they're like talking about their family lives and you know they're just opening up well, to each other. Well, that's, and that 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 fits in with. You know, kind of who this person is. Well, so if you make it as family is, if you make it a point that it's the fulfillment of how Max is the way that she is, then I agree with the overall. Like that is that seems that's useful because then it's building her character. 
and that's the problem. Him. He's a prop for everyone else's character. Yeah, hundred percent. And like, I think yeah. if you had like you know him just being a dick and being suspicious of Lucas, being racist towards Lucas, whatever. Like, that's fine, but the fact that they made him so integral towards the climax, <laughs> where, like, he comes to the house and, like, you know, you've got, like, Max, like, you know, with the, with the, with, with Steve's weapon of choice, the bat with the, the nails coming out of it, and, like, saying, stay the hell away from my friends. I, I, I don't, I don't it's know. The, it's the pacing situation. Again, like, I think if they had probably slid back some of the stuff that had occurred, like, so that scene... Probably could have happened a few episode four or something episodes earlier, yeah. so that he was immediately neutered as this random. Like they had to close this plot line, but the stakes were already too high elsewhere. And it's like, why are we even watching a scene like this? Yeah, okay. we should be focused on oh, this. Like, stuff. Amazing they issue. cast him as a main character, not yeah. as a, as a. As a so what do we think Wait, of Bob? But no, but I then, no, I then, then it wouldn't mean anything for Max to have this moment of defiance and stand up to her brother because she's been bullied by him throughout the whole season. I, I so right, but she if just is a neutered character. You would have gone like, well, who really cares? But she doesn't. But then she wouldn't need it anymore. She I felt like they. Yeah. I actually don't think that they knew what they wanted to do yeah. with Max because uh, no, God no. They were she sort of and I like that's what I ended up hating by the end. Like I was actually annoyed at the entire like mm-hmm. party. Because I'm like, everyone's shutting her out except for Lucas. <laughs> yeah. and fuck, like, fuck Mike. Like, I was like, Mike, you're a dick. Like, when he, like, or when Elle showed up, like, they never oh, really school. even kind of, like, worked through that. Like, yeah. the whole thing just felt like, it just felt like they had, I think they got, it just got bloated. Like, and I, I still loved, I loved the sequel, but I think it got a little bit bloated and then they didn't know what to do with people. And so they just kept them pigeonholed in these, like, arcs. That didn't actually pan out to do anything. In in regards to Max, I hated her for two reasons. One is she was literally She's just there to provide synop. I like ginger to provide synopsis oh. for every other thing that happens, which I think is dumb. Yeah. Number two. There are about 15 scenes where someone talks to her, and then she's like, no, and then she just starts walking away. Fucking 15 times. If literally after four, I started giggling every single time it happened, because it was so stupid, so stereotypical, so bad writing. It was awful. Because she was always cut out of conversation. I'm not saying that, but it was the dumbest thing. So from now on, what's going to happen is we'll hang out, and then anytime you start talking, we'll be like, no, no, no. No, Kaylin, Brett, and I have to go talk somewhere. Oh, do that. It'd be funny. She like if there was uh, was an actual '80s movie and this was an actual '80s movie sequel, a character like Max is necessary to explain what happened in the previous yeah. movie. Because like you know you didn't have Netflix back then, you did you couldn't stream <laughs> shit. Maybe you could go rent it at like the VHS store or whatever. But, I don't even know what life but, with Netflix is like. But exactly. because it is Netflix now, because you can watch the first season so easily, you didn't need a character to explain shit anymore. Yeah, you, all, you were gonna watch the second season I, after watching the first season. Like, why would you miss the first? season? But what about Bob? No, I. Well, I we were Bob. just talking about Billy being servicing to other characters. I think Max was exactly the same thing, even weirder because you know she's some girl that is servicing all these characters. Don't but she say, was actually, don't say, stop talking like that. She was actually, she was more. <laughs> Charming than Billy, so that oh, I, yeah. I, I forgave. Oh, I liked Max. I, her character character was fun. I liked when she I talked thought, about I how smelly Luke. As much as you have to build out the world of the upside down, you have to add something extra to the real world. I think that she and Billy and Bob do that. I like Bob. Max. Bob, I think yes. the dynamic Bob does. The kids, what about Bob? Bob, hundred percent. I really yeah. like. I really Good. like Bob, and I like the. But fact one that more thing about Max. <laughs> <laughs> Bob. Bob. So the thing I, I really like one Sean Astin, you know, Aww. he's a mensch. I just love that guy. Yes. And it is stunt casting because he was the main guy in the Goonies, um, in like totally an eighties icon. 
but uh, he was just so like goofy and adorkable. charming, adorable, yeah. completely. Do you think and he was molested by Charlie Sheen? <laughs> uh, no, he says that he didn't, he has never suffered any of that abuse. Oh, that's good. He's had a great he had a great job Charlie Sheen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he does this thing where... for a, a set of Lucas. He like potentially molested. No, Corey I missed all that. Haim. Oh, Feldman. God. Feldman, probably Corey no, no, no. too, because he died. It was the Cor- it that's the Corey Ham. It's yeah. the Corey Ham story. And now uh, he's dead now. Yeah. Anyhow, um, no, I liked uh, you know like he was kind of just kept in the dark by Joyce. It's like you know Joyce just wants some normalcy and she wants to keep him separate, but he has to ultimately get involved. I like that he is the one who kind of figures out like the um, the, the illustrations, oh, yeah. the maps, yes. <laughs> and he had a very heroic, uh, a very heroic death scene. Uh, it, it was it was <laughs> quite horrifying. I am, I am getting tired of the show basically killing off anybody that's not a main. It's very too many. There's too much plot armor, but they're also all children. No, also, they're, they want to get Joyce and Hopper together. Yeah, yes. that's the reason. Obviously, why. they are a much I better wish couple. They had kept him alive. Yeah, I think but or or mangled him. Yeah, because I think that. It, his death was necessary for Joyce to like be willing to go so hard after evil will. Yeah, know, that's a good heat. point. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I do think that I hated I hated that like slow camera turn to Joyce and no! then like the dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing I hated the most was he left the gun and then they zoom in on the gun. I was like, well, he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> But they were either going to kill off uh, Bob or Paul Reiser's character. Yeah, it was like right. one of the one of the two was going to die, yeah. and they didn't kill off Paul Reiser, as you should always do. So yeah. they were going to kill off Bob a lot earlier. That's originally. what yeah. Ah, uh, they were going to. So in the, he was going to be the uh, the new Barb of the season. He just disappeared. Like get killed. No, I want to go back to even, Barb. Now even for worse, this. it was going to be a much more gruesome thing because they were going to have Will. The evil side of him come out a lot sooner. So when Bob is in the car telling him about standing, oh, up, yeah. oh, they were just sense. gonna have Will straight up murder him in that car. Wow! Uh, but they decided that <laughs> you know his performance was so great, and they had filmed a couple of other things that they're like, we really like him, and yeah. it makes a little bit more sense to have Will yeah. come out a little longer. Yeah, longer. I was just gonna say it's also a fantastic ending to that episode where they just replay him what yeah. he said to him in the Boy, car, like, just like, like that, yeah. like just stand up to it. It's and super like, well done, and it's just like, oh my god, like Will is taking his advice and ends up I mean he was gonna get fucked over anyway that thing was gonna come and like infect him yeah but it, it is interesting that it's like it's a consequence of Bob's decisions yeah that you think that well if I just stand up if I I, I think that this season had a lot of great kind of surprise turns like you can't just stand up to every monster yeah and the 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 other kind of one I liked was at the uh, the dance where Dustin is oh, like yeah. going around and he's like taking the advice oh, of other yeah. people. Like if I just put myself out there, Aww. and then everyone rejects him. I know, and so that was so, Nancy. A, that was such a sweet moment from Nancy to go do that. Yeah. and like especially if you think about the first episode of the first season, where like he's clearly got a crush on Nancy, and she's like, "Get the fuck out of my room!" When like they're playing Dungeons and Dragons, or when they're done playing yeah. Dungeons yeah, and Dragons, yeah, yeah. and but he clearly recognizes that she's doing him a kindness, and not like that he's yeah. falling in love with her. It's That's like so sweet. Let's yeah. talk about Nancy and the teens now. Nancy and Steve and Jonathan. Oh, oh okay. Who, our love triangle. Who, who is your Who's your man for Nancy? It's a really. I think it's got to be Steve because I think what they the guy even calls it out where it's like, oh, you guys are a good couple because you have shared trauma. Yeah. But Nancy and Jonathan don't have anything in common except for solving mysteries. Yeah. Whereas I think her and Steve like are actually they're like, like Fred and Velma or Daphne rather not Velma. <laughs> yeah. Fred Velma's and Velma would be a mess. Really see, yeah. I don't really see the con- the 
the on-screen chemistry with her and Jonathan. Oh, not at all. I no. do like that they left it very... They just left it at the end. Like, they were like, oh, they kind of, like, smile at each other. But, like, it, there's no, like, next state well, they, in, the, in the first season, they did, too. Because you thought that Nancy and Jonathan were going to get together mm-hmm. because and of that. But, yeah. yeah, but then they show, like, she's still with Steve. And Steve was like, yeah. did you give him the gift of the, you know, the new yeah. camera? Um, I like that they didn't talk for a year. Basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we went through all this shit, and then we just well, that's really every happen. single character in the fucking show. Well, it's like it's like the sort of they all have PTSD and they don't want to deal with it, and then so um, that's a good the, the Nancy Steve party scene is really good when she's just like, oh You're my god, it's great, and he's yeah. trying to be the nicest guy yeah. ever, and he, he's fallen far from the beginning of the show being like the king of the school yeah. to being like looking at her at a dance party that he's yeah. not in. But yeah. he's, he's become, I mean, he's, well, he was. I loved his character this season. He's become he was so such genuine, a good such a good person, I but also like, yeah. Pairing him up with Dustin funny. was wonderful. Yeah. I'm Just constantly wonderful. scared to death that he's going to die. Yeah, no, Every you're right. Moment. I don't think anyone else is like dying character, but he's. And Steve's yeah. my MVP of the season. Oh, for sure. oh, Steve for sure, but I, I do like, I do like Jonathan a lot. I don't know. Oh. I just don't think he has enough depth. He's usually just trying to Jonathan? solve... Pro- yeah, it's just solving... Yeah, like, well... He doesn't have enough character interaction with any other characters except for uh, Nancy he and Will. His, I like him, yeah, I like it with him with, when he's with Will and with his mom. Yeah. Right. That's I, like... He, that family connection's really real. Do you have yeah. to record everything? I'm <laughs> very excited that his actor was caught with cocaine in California. <laughs> that's right. can't come back to America at the moment, so hopefully he can't come to America for the Although, next... Although, he is uh, in the New Mutants movie. He's but he already, was already in it, and he hadn't oh, fully filmed a little bit of it. Uh, so He's going to be replaced by... Oh, he forgot it's replacing Oh, Christopher Plummer. I love it. What did you say? He's replacing Roy Moore. Didn't you say... Like I'd do it or something. Oh, I'd hit it. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd hit. hit it. Oh, Christopher Plummer as the the Klingon from uh, the sixth uh, undiscovered country. Sorry, uh, yeah. Oh, that was I think the best. Yeah. Movie who for your? Me. Let's just do. Um, oh, well, let's let's talk about Barb first. For oh, a second. yeah. The Barb, the Barb four line. So like clearly like a lot of people felt that Barb got the short short mm-hmm. end the stick in the first season, and she was a, a character or she was a, a audience favorite. Yeah. Um, and how they kind of dealt with her disappearance versus Will's disappearance. Will's disappearance got all the attention. Barb's got very, very little yeah. in the first season. So I think they overdid it. Because we live it. in a patriarchy. Justice back, for Barb. Yeah, I think they circled back to it very nicely. That it, that, that was the motivator for the, the middle plot of Nancy and Jonathan. It felt like a lot of fan service to me. Really? A lot of fan service. I thought it made sense. It, it was it, it, the fact that the parents are the only ones who are kind of carrying this torch, but it like it, it made it Nancy. feel more impactful for sure. Yeah, I, I think it's know. only because the fans, you know, had the justice for Barb. Like if they didn't have that, and they still had that Barb sequence in the second season, I, I think it's just as good. I think it's more just a social version. Mm, I, I really enjoyed it. What do you think? Are we done? No. <laughs> Are we done with the Wait, Is that what you think? Yeah. Uh, no, I I think they did the right things of having the tendrils of plot lines worked because each person had their own motivations to solve for the mystery. I think they probably could have talked more, yeah. but I also don't think everyone knew exactly what was happening. And I, I think there is some semblance of like, it wasn't until it was too late that everyone realized they should be talking because really it was like, Jonathan and Nancy were going after Barb's storyline. Like, there, some people were working on Will, but everyone thinks they're like it's relatively low stakes, and then it becomes super high stakes. And all of a sudden, it's like fuck, we 
haven't talked to anybody, but also we're too far down this I path. I think everyone already. thought their own portion was high stakes because I think there was some awareness of this world and they right. didn't like, they yeah. didn't have to relearn it. But I do think the only part where I would say you probably should have talked to each other a little bit more was when the when uh, Hopper realized it was Vines and then he just says Vines yes. and runs out. Yeah. Uh, that's that's the I, I definitely didn't enjoy the fact that I loved Hopper and Elle's interactions. I thought it was kind of lazy writing to keep them so separate from everything. Because I get that he yeah. was trying to protect everybody but yeah. I'm also like you're also talking about this inner circle of people that have already shared this experience that know it Elle. Made it, it made it less it. enjoyable because Elle's interaction with everybody is what made the show so right. good in the first season. So before we get into like MVPs and, no, and no, I've got favorites. things yeah. to say. Oh, okay. Now, Sorry. even though I said let's finish, um, quickly, uh, Barb's. I mean, not Barb's. Eleven's family. Oh, the, oh yeah, the mom when and she the, and the poor aunt, aunt yeah. who really, looks like a sister. I like feel like I just that blew like went right over my head. I was like, great, where is she going now? Yeah, like, her whole and Elle's entire arc didn't really do it for me. I was just mm. really disinterested until she combined. I think combined. that they tried to make more out of the mom saying this random string of phrases. What was that? I like rainbow, butterfly, Hitler, I don't know what else. 45. Cockatoo. Yeah, Hitler. <laughs> Hitler, <laughs> yeah. Hitler, Mussolini. Um, no, she, but she did, in the first season, was did she an inside job. <laughs> in the first season, did she have the same phrasing? Was she, uh, was she, in, oh, she was in the first season. Yeah, really? Hopper, Hopper and Joyce go to find her. Yeah. Oh, I didn't if know she that. had the same no, you're right. like, series of words, then I think I like it more. But otherwise, I thought I don't think she did. I don't. Fine. I think that was used in the second season and not in the first. Um, it's probably still a little bit too long on that. Also, um, do you have something else you want to say? Not not character wise. Oh, I've, I've got something plot wise, but me too. Go, go ahead. Go. Okay. Go. Uh, so the ending of the season where they're oh, at the yeah. dance. And then it goes to back into the upside down, and the, the shadow, flare. the uh, the mind flare, yeah. uh, is still there. Shadow spider. The shadow spider, the Cthulhu esque, like sort of. I fucking um, love. Yeah, I love the character, the design of the, the design was very very creepy. Um, what do we think that means? Oh, it means that the that he is now constantly aware of the children's existence, yeah. mm-hmm. and in particular, Eleven's. Okay. And, and yeah. Will's ability and like. Power involved. Well, he was, I think he was aware of Will. That's like he was. Well, like, Will was the center point. I, mean, I don't think he realized about the other constant kids. ability to. Yeah, I think it's out. just showcasing that like it's not gone, and all it is is doing is like watching them because um, it needs to take care of them. So yeah. basically, Steve will probably be the first killed in the start of the third yeah. season to really make you scared. Well, yeah. he has to go to college uh, right. now or something. Yeah. Oh yeah, Stranger Things the years. Otherwise, he's just at Notre Dame. Well, but seriously, where right? I want to see the show go is a very much an it place, which is like I want to see them fast forward like a bunch of years in the future to be like this thing is back and it's coming after yeah. us. I I, like I don't know what setting. they're. I just don't know what they're gonna do. Otherwise, like I don't. I'm worried that they're gonna retread plot lines if they start. If they they could do a out. Saved by the Bell situation, <laughs> like a 1989, 1990 cusp. Oh, yeah, I guess. I'm. Everybody's got like uh, Z Cavaricci, yeah. Jabos. What were you gonna say about the plot? Oh, I really like the goo hole. The goo, the goo hole the that they fall into like and they sex run around. Oh. Yeah, someone hadn't douched in a while kind of thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. What did we think of like uh, Dart as like Dustin's pet? I, liked I when, hated when, that I, entire storyline. Yeah, but it was silly at the end where he hands him some candy and then that was, was like, I, I okay, hate, goodbye. I hated that. I hated like the fact that they, he felt like they had a connection. Well, so they have to be really careful because we talked about that. We talked about Billy like 
they're picking up 80 like that's such a fucking 80s movie thing and like i get what they're yeah they have to be careful not to blend like fun deconstruction or even like meta without just being like eh you see what we're doing because i think that's like look it's murderous et i know honestly like i would rather they just end it but i know they're not going to because it's successful but it's like what the fuck other story are they going to tell that that, to me the only saving grace of it is that it puts uh dustin and steve together yeah 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 oh yeah that's that's it and also it allows oh that was so adorable when he drops him off at the prom it allows for the the blossoming the further relationship of of Luke Lucas yeah Lucas and and Max Max. yeah Um, Steve is such a good it's it's more of a prop otherwise because otherwise you don't really need it yeah yeah it it, it, like 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 Dustin knew like how dangerous the upside down was and the fact that that annoyed me so much the fact that he would like take this in as a pet and like his explanation to Mike was like, "I'm the main character now. Like you had your storyline with L last yeah. season or last year, um, you know. So let's why don't we do uh, MVP character yes. rating of the season and how we think it compares to the first That's season? Too many fucking things. Let's just do MVP. I, mine, mine attached together. Okay, go for okay. it. Mine oh. is six out of ten. Little sassy Lucas child of a sister. Yeah. <laughs> oh. You're a nerd. Yeah, I like. I love her. that she like stole his He-Man and was like, you know, ma- oh, yeah, you make yeah. out with Barbie. Mm-hmm. So uh, MVP character, I, I think it's got to be Steve, but mostly Steve's hair. Um, I would probably give this an eight out of a, eight out of a ten. Um, and uh, uh, in some ways, I liked it more the first season. In some other ways, I didn't. Uh, I think it was uneven, but it was still very enjoyable. I'm looking forward to the third season. Uh, probably my MVP third character. sequel, second sequel. Yeah, uh, MVP character is uh, Hopper, just because of his the the parallel that was set up between him and Papa, and what does it mean to try and raise like a yeah. super child? And I thought was great. Yeah, and then I would just give this a normal, good old fashioned rating of an A minus. Oh, right. well, that's All very right. good. Um, it's a it's definitely a tie between Steve and Hopper. I think Steve for just the entertainment value of the series, in, and then Hopper as an actual character. I thought he was handled really well, and then I would give it a eight out of ten as well. And I think I just agree that it was a great entertaining show. It had a couple of missteps, but like I would recommend it to anybody to watch because I think it's really cool. Love yeah. the Doctor too. I like that he did, wasn't completely evil. Yeah, I know they like definitely went against the trope because Paul Reiser plays the yes. Doctor oh, that was aliens. a great yeah, that was a great idea the, like, to make not, him just like he's a not human malicious. Being. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Would you have sex with Paul Reiser today? Today, but I hardly. I knew think her. I do it. No. like as like a like an honorary thing. Yeah, like a like Good a work for all the years of acting. You I know. mean, it's a great like two truths and a lie to tell at a party. If, if, yeah, someone dared me. I need a party. Uh, I uh, when Sky. <laughs> Diving, I had sex with Paul Reiser, anyways. This is by superior good. You could stop. What's 